0: Havertz in a pocket of space. Edison came and didn't get there. Chance for Chelsea. Goal for Chelsea. Kai Havertz in the Champions League final. Edison couldn't get there. And
1: Chelsea take the lead
0: in Porto. Alabama. Good morning and welcome back to the Reactionary Blues podcast. I'm here hosting off the Longtime Band Um Today I'm joined with Karel, Kevin, KB and we have a guest, well... He's finally here with us and welcome Jonathan. So, thank you for being with us, man. No worries. Thank you for having me. I appreciate appreciate it. So, fellow Chelsea fan, so he's got a big following. So, after the podcast, make sure you hit a follow. And yeah, so we joined with Carell, Kevin, and KB. How are you not feeling?
1: Good, good, good.
0: good, good. KB. Yeah,
1: I'm good, bro. I'm blessed,
0: and Carole, you joined Karel, you joined Is that the first, second time? I think it's the first time. But, yeah. So, we'll start, obviously. He already played Arsenal. He already made his impact. However, people still don't... People still don't think to know that this guy will be a huge factor for us this season. I, I think he's going to be massively honest. So start with Jonathan actually what did you think of Lukaku's debut and how do you think he actually can take us on this season?
2: Lukaku's debut, um meaning one word, um I use the word he used dominant just the way he was obviously he pocketed Mari. Mari was being dragged around like a wrestling match. It was it was just exactly what we needed. It's exactly what we've been missing for last season because of that. I mean originally when upon uh, this, I match today last week we're saying if we bring Lukaku, I think we we could have a shot at the title, I thought they were joking I, I'm quite pessimistic as a fan but then as soon as I saw him against Arsenal I went, no, we mean no, we're, we're, we're serious business with this man he is just a beast at the moment
0: Yeah, I can completely agree with you, the way he dominated Arsenal I expected that, but I didn't expect to see that, I expected some of it, but not to that extent so we mm-hmm. go into KB as well KB, I know he was a fan I know you wanted the striker to possibly support your man, but yeah, what did you think about him as well?
1: Yeah, um, I knew he was gonna fit in, but he actually overperformed in terms of what I thought he was gonna start off with. Instantly when he joined in, you can tell the difference already. And yeah, we needed that target, man. So it's gonna be very, very vital for our season this season. Yeah, definitely, definitely.
0: So well, to be honest, me. I'm over the news or to be honest. we missing that main striker since cost days. So they'll have that back to know that we're actually getting goals and not just goals, but this guy will provide more. He, he's literally a platform up there. So we have the game's tight at the back if we can go long. He showed he show that link of play. is completely different to the link of play he had at Man United. He's lean now. He's not he's, he's actually he's actually not the kind of striker you think is just a target, man. You can actually do it all. So I'm actually pleased to have him. So Kevin, going to you, not KB, but Kevin. Yeah, oh, yes,
3: man. Um, as previously mentioned on one of the pots, um, yeah, I kind of expected this, but not to this extent. So that debut was was a fantastic debut. Uh, He could have got a couple of goals. Um, I think there was... a. There was a chance that Ledo saved, and he onto the crossbar, but he he just showed us what he is capable of all in one match, which is exciting to see. Um, of course, he's going to have tougher tests uh, against you know some better defenders in the league, but he absolutely destroyed Mari, um, and as a Chelsea fan, seeing us or seeing him perform at like that against Arsenal was just fantastic. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm expecting big things from him. Uh, been a fan of him since, you know, since he actually joined the club the first time around. Um, so, yeah, good debut and hope to see more of it uh, this season. Yeah. yeah,
0: every word there. So, now we go, <laughs> now we're going to Carell. Now we're going to Carell. Obviously, you also was a fan. You also wasn't a, the biggest Tammy fan. Well, so now we've got, could say, an upgrade, but. He's literally a top five striker in the world. So, would you think that his, would, what are your expectations for him? And what do you think he will
4: bring us? You know what my expectations for him is, and it's going to be bold, it's got to be Golden Boot, man. Like, you come in, 97 million, you got to be aiming for Golden Boot. And I back him to do it, to be honest. Um, I also expect, you know, a decent number of assists as well from him because... It's not just the him holding up the ball that impresses me. It's the way in which he does it and the way he lays in other players. Kind of like how Giroud would do it. But he's got a lot more to his game than Giroud. As good of a striker as he was when he was with us. So I'm just excited, man. Everyone else has touched on bits like dominant and stuff. But like I, literally, like I know we're on the eve of the Liverpool game. I'm just excited to watch him play again and see what he does, man. He, he's what you pay money to see. Yeah, absolutely. One thing one thing I
0: can say about, not just Lukaku, but this team as a whole, is they actually make me get excited for every week to actually watch them play. To be honest, we're, grow, we're a growing team, we all know that, but in my opinion, Lukaku can bring all these expectations, but the people around him have to do the, uh, a better thing because decision-making is still a problem for me, in my opinion. Will it improve? Yes, yeah, spe- especially because the players around Lukaku are all young, like, they will get back shortly, but wow. Now, one thing we're always talking about, expectations of Ronaldo, not Ronaldo, was Lukaku and how he just said Golden Boot and how he could give us a title or fight us for a title, but now all of a sudden for some reason, Ronaldo decides to come back. Well, I can't lie, myself. I'm a Chelsea fan, but I'm a Ronaldo fan as well. Obviously, nostal- nostalgic reasons. I got excited, but does this put United above us to get a title, Jonathan? Do you think that?
2: I'm I'm I was shocked yesterday when the news came through. Obviously, there was a the whole thing with him going to City first, and then within a couple of hours, suddenly he was going to United. And I was just like, When he was going to City, I thought that's it, the title's over. When I heard he was going to United, I thought, mm, yeah, there's still a chance there. I think at the moment, United's setup is very much they've been building a team, they've been buying players for 50 million every summer trying to build something that works. They've just got Sancho in. Um, now with Bruno and that it looks like they were trying to actually get a team together. When you bring Ronaldo into a team, it's very difficult because obviously he has to be the main man. We saw issues with that Juventus where although he was scoring the goals, they weren't performing that well as a team. He was still up there for golden boot but they finished fourth last year. It's very diff he's a very difficult man to man manage. And at the end of the day, I don't think Sholskar's there for that. He's 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 the same age as him, basically. He played with him. Um, and I think that he will cause issues in Man United, personally, over just how they set up going forward. He'll score a load of goals for sure, but I think that they will struggle with the rest of the team. And of course, who's going to take penalties? It's going to be it's going to be terrible. Yeah, that's one thing
0: that. It's quite, it's quite unbalanced there. I think one of the reasons why I still think we'll probably, of them stills, as a whole, our team is, I want to say miles, but our depth is better. Our midfield is solid. damage midfield is still, you can still go at them. So, Corel, what do you think of this Ronaldo news? Obviously, we go back <laughs> and forth for the beach but honestly, <laughs> no, I'll
4: be honest here. You see, when he signed, like, I, I think I retweeted Fabrizio and United straight away because it was just nostalgia. It was, it's big, like, it's big news. It's a big name, like, the biggest name, or if not second biggest name. But in terms of impact on the pitch and where they're going to finish, I just don't see it, man. Like, I I don't, uh, yeah, I think he'll score a few, but it's whether United can create. Like, everyone was talking about when he was going to City, or everyone thought he was going to say that, they've got so many creators, like you can't not score at least 20, 25, I was hearing. In this United team, the way they the, the spacing is in this team, I just don't see it, to be honest. And it, the nostalgia aware are off when they realise he hasn't got his 1v1 package anymore when he traded it in for back post mm-hmm. but You know, is what it is. Yeah, but I think we'll finish above him, though.
0: No, yeah, absolutely, my, my stance, my stance changes, and they will probably battle for third. But I still think those top two, those top two places are still ours to be To be honest, especially today we've got a local game, but I really think that we can still finish above United. So, KB, what are your thoughts on this? Ronaldo, yes. team? Ronaldo's
1: Ronaldo, Ronaldo. And it's, it was crazy. Still, um, obviously, me personally because they've got Ronaldo I'll just class him as favourites and the same energy they've with with and Sancho as well I do agree with everyone's points about of like how you're going to implement him is Ali the right guy to probably manage him probably not um, but I do I don't know like I feel like because it's Ronaldo and the mentality he brings he's going to instantly improve someone like Greenwood who's already firing someone like Rashford as well like they're kind of these are their idols so I feel like and the squad depth as well that could go a long way, but if you look at this logically, we should actually still finish above United. But I just won't really be surprised if United somehow do so with him. Um, But now, realistically, we should actually still finish above United. I still think we're better than them. But, but yeah, KB, go on.
4: You not, do you not think that, like, you said that, obviously, he's a, he's a lot of these guys' idols. Yeah. Do you not think that could hamper them more than help them? Because... When they're on the pitch, we kind of saw it with Mbappe at the Euros, the way he kept looking for Benzema, forcing him in the ball. Do you not think they might do that at United? And, and you know, it might cost them in certain situations opting to, you know, maybe look for Ronaldo rather than take it, take certain chances on themselves.
1: Um, I think because it's Ronaldo, it's, it's, even, if, even if you're not, it's idol Players kind of do that anyways. Um, but that is very true that... Um in terms of their Mbappé point because I noticed that as well. Um, that was a very, very big difference. You kind of, when I remember that game when Benzema went off Mbappé just started doing his own thing. Um, and the way Ronaldo's on the pitch as well like there will be some sort of pressure, yeah. But I just feel like in terms of someone like Greenwood right now who's a rising young style coming up and he's finishing score already in terms of overall game he can learn a lot from Ronaldo. So I just feel like he's going to improve everyone naturally. I don't think so. Oli is exactly the guy to kind of sort that whole situation out because the team is not exactly balanced already.
4: Yeah, I feel like they said the same thing about with Rashford when um, Ibrahimovic came in because he had this mm. breakout season and then Ibrahimovic came in and was like, You'll learn this, you'll learn that. These guys still got the same finishing package five years later, man. Like, he ain't got nothing new. So, this whole learning of the best because you've got to think Ronaldo's one of the best, like, still mm. top top two in the world, like people say. Like, yeah. So, I think he's more concerned on still staying at that level, attacking the Premier League, than helping the young guys get better. Like, I don't see him just constantly putting his arm around these and babying players this season. Like He knows this year is important.
1: The only thing I don't get is, um, I think someone mentioned creativity. When you've got Bruno and Pogba, I don't really understand... And you got Sancho. What's this creativity that people always talk about? oh, United might like create much. Like at one time, you're talking about how Bruno Pabos can do all this, but then even the pundits as well talking about lack of creativity. I'll never understand that. But um, going back to the whole helper thing, I do get that because when Ronaldo joined, the bar kind of went down. So I hear that point as well. Yeah, yeah, I
0: see that. That creativity point is not only just United. I, I. I've spoken about plenty of times about our team as well and how apparently yeah, our creative problem we have creative problems but I just don't see that honestly I honestly believe that the creativity problems come to literally uh you would correct on um, uh what, what do you want to say
1: with Rubio the thing is with us here if you look at our players here I can see why people even say we have creativity problems with United they've literally got Pogba and Bruno and now they've got Sancho as well. So, like, there's no excuses. Like, with us, I confidently say that ZH creates bears. I can't as exactly say, Mount creates the way you probably want to create in certain areas. Like, not in the final third anyways.
2: But, yeah. I, I, I don't think we have a creativity problem at all. I, I think what people were saying over the last couple of years, they, they described it as that. But the issue was just not having a strong centre forward. Because We had the opportunities to pass it. But if you've got no one in there to get on the end of that ball to make that run in, then you struggle. And I disagree on Mount not creating those things like Champions League final, for example, making those balls through. He's already got um, one assist this season, two on it if you are if using FPL. I think I think Mount is one of our key um, playmakers personally, and I, I do think there's creativity in the team. You got him on one side, obviously. Werner is a great playmaker just because of his just because of his pace. If he runs forward, one won the best passes in the league to get it to him, or Mount again with his through balls, such as to Havertz in the Champions League final. I don't even think there's an issue there. I think the issue last season was just there was no one to finish it at the end, which made it look like there wasn't creative play. But now we've I mean, got that. I mean, I mean, so far we've looked pretty good. I wouldn't say we haven't looked creative in the first couple of games this season.
1: I can, regards to Mount, I've always said like when he's in that number eight position or more deep, um, that's where he kind of throws more. Like, see what he did in the in the Champions League final. I'm not surprised. But then, if you look at the against Arsenal, I know he passed it to his James, but that was one option. But then you have to look at the other times when he took time to pass to Lukaku. Um, I think he went for the shot instead of passing it back to Lukaku or Havertz. These are the little things, but um. We get into the right positions, but sometimes it's the lack of execution or the wrong decision-making. But we well, get into the right... oh, go on. Now, go on. Now, I was going to say, like,
4: even if you take the Arsenal... I know it's a small sample size, but if you look at the Arsenal game, the things yeah. that Lukaku was doing in terms of, like, pinning defenders, sometimes rolling them, you can see it created different, you know, opportunities for creativity. I think, like, just having that striker along, which... Uh, Uh, Jonathan Jonathan said like not having a strong centre forward you can even see with the chance that um, Lukaku headed and Leno saved how many times did we really play that ball last season because we didn't have the strike of that of of that archetype to be able to finish those kind of chances now they're and you can talk about him taking shots when he should have passed but I think they recognised that Arsenal were there for the taking and could have been beaten badly and everyone was just you know you know taking shots, taking chances, even Reese James when he should have played it across and he cut in, bro. That was just another way of him saying, the, kind of disrespecting Arsenal in the sense but of the you're this like, much better than you.
1: I feel like that's it's the wrong mentality to have because, like, actually, yeah, you know, same teams like Bayern Munich Man City, they would just strike, they will try and kill teams. Like, and I can like with Reese James as well. That was at like, one nil as well. I was mad, I went mad that day. At one nil, he should see, not be doing that.
3: With, with that Reece James chance where he, where he could have crossed it to Lukaku and he cut in, um, I actually think it's it's because normally there wouldn't be someone in that position to actually put it away. So maybe he was thinking, even though he set up the first goal, maybe he still had it in his head that hmm, someone ah. might not be there to finish it off. But I don't understand this mentality thing of, would well, you know how Carell just said, oh, they were trying to kind of basically take the piss? Um we should be killing off teams and this is something we don't do enough. Um, so this it makes us look like we have a creativity problem. I agree with um Jonathan that we don't have a creativity problem.
4: Sure.
3: Um I feel I like we create I, I feel like we create enough opportunities in our team. It's just we didn't really have someone last season on the end of those chances. Um but yeah. So yeah, yeah. take on that. Like, yeah, like Jonathan,
0: Jonathan, when I'm talking about Mount. Mal- Mention the Champions League, obviously, somehow, sometimes in my head, I still forget that we won the Champions League, but simple so quick, honestly, we're ready in August. And mentioning the Champions League, the Champions League draw came out, so our group came through and we got a bit of nostalgia again, we won the Champions League in 2012 and in 2013 we got Juve, I was thinking, if you get Shakhtar again, be careful, but now we got Juve. We got Zenit St. Petersburg and we got Marmo, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Marmo, another team that we faced before in the Europa League where we won a salary. So and the only team here that we actually haven't played is Zenit. Big trip to Russia. I'm not putting anything against them, not anything against them as in their easy team or anything. I still believe that we need to focus on every game that we go to. But what are our thoughts in the Champions on our Champions League groups? Jonathan, you can go first.
2: I was 50-50 on the draw, um, how pleased I was because obviously Juventus, Juventus, um, they're missing some key players of Par- um now suddenly, so which is one good thing, but um, they're still a solid unit. I think Dybala will come more into the uh, the limelight this season now, now. Now, Ronaldo's gone, I think he'll step up. Um, and I, I think they're a very good unit. Obviously, they're back under Allegri again. These World class manager, so I think that will be a very tough game, obviously. Uh, Zenit, uh, I don't know much about their team, but obviously, it's gonna gonna be a long away trip, as you said, and that is gonna be fatiguing for the players. So, that's that that was a bit annoying. Well, when we get Champions League and Europa League draws, well, one of the things I always want, obviously, is just sort of local draws, just ones that are close, not too many air miles, whatever, like Lille, whatever. But so yeah, that's that's a bit annoying, and obviously it's tough to play out in Russia. Uh, it's going to be a very difficult match. Uh, and Malmo, again, they were they 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 they, were, they they put up a good fight last time, but I'm hoping that should be the easy one in the draw. To just try and get some goals in against them. Uh, their fans were excellent last time. Um, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed just seeing their fans go crazy over nothing. That's brilliant. Um, so we will hopefully be good to see them again at Stamford Bridge. Uh, um, but hopefully they won't have any fun yeah
3: yeah
0: I absolutely agree with you. so now nah, we can just run it a bit quicker there boys what are your um, what are your expectations in our group and how many points do you expect us to go through so um, can go further? how many wins do you expect like what I thought
2: definitely um, two wins against Malmö <laughs> uh, <sighs> I reckon we can beat Juve at home but might lose away. And Zenit, I think we will win at home and struggle away.
1: Yeah, we can get that. What do you think, KB? I think, like, I think against Zenit, we'll pattern them, but when it comes to that away league, I think it's just going to be them ones. We're going to kind of, kind of have to grind the result. Not fully grind, but like, it's not going to be, because I kind of the the trips is a myth, man. Like, Malmo as well we've got some Europa League fixtures there just based off like how long the trips are. Um, regards to Juventus, yeah, at home, I think we'll have them away. Different story. Fans are back as well. We have to remember that as well. And yeah, Legui's not a joke man. He's actually a good manager. So, And I can't lie, like, one thing that people have always said that Ronaldo, he kind of handed his team, now that he's gone as well, and I watched them over the weekend, like, okay, it was only 30 minutes, but they were looking all right. Um, so, We'll see, like, because one thing with Allegri, he, he's a tactician himself. Um, So, yeah, that will be a good battle between him and Tuchel.
0: Yeah, his teams are quite solid, so I'll give it as well. Definitely.
1: Um, Regards to how many wins, I, I don't know, like, for some reason with Chelsea, I can't, I've, I've had this feeling that we, I can't really see us losing, I can't see us losing to Juventus. I don't know what it is, like, I just feel like, we might draw, but I can't see us losing any games. But maybe I'm just overconfident.
0: Well, not bad thing. Not bad thing to be, especially when our fan base is hardly confident.
1: <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, majority of the time, we'll probably win. Um, Just that Juventus game, we'll beat them at home and draw away.
0: Hmm. Fair point, fair point. Karel and Kevin, he's left, so... Do you expect this group stage and how many wins
4: do you expect us as also So, one Carl, you go yeah. first. Hey, me, yeah? Yeah, all right. For me, I don't, I'm just, I don't know what it is yet. There's something in the water with me, but I'm just bare confident as a Chelsea fan these days. So, I'm gonna say I'm expecting 16 points, so that's five wins and a draw. And the draw is going to be one of the away games, and I don't even think it. For some reason in my head, I don't think it's going to be Juve. I reckon it's going to be like either Malmo or Zenit. And I, I don't know why, but yeah, I just expect five wins and a draw. I'll probably be wrong, but you know, you might as well put your money where your mouth is. Fair,
0: fair. And Kevin, last but not least, what are your thoughts and expectations of this group stage?
3: Um, to be honest, I'm I'm expecting two wins against Malmo, Zeny a win in the draw. Um, And Juve, see them, I expect us to win the home one, yeah, but the away leg, not leg, the away fixture, um, yeah, I'm slightly worried, slightly worried, just because Allegri, as KB said, he's a tactician as well. And Juve are still a strong team without Ronaldo. Um, they still got some good players in the team. Uh, But, as Carell said, like these days, I'm confident. I'm confident with Chelsea because our defense is actually really good. Um, so when our defense is good, normally I can relax during games and I feel confident that we can get a result that is a positive one, even if it's a draw. But with the with the away uh, uv fixture, I'm not as confident. So yeah, that's the only game I, I can see us losing the away fixture to UV. Um Other than that, I, I feel we should be going through in that group. So. No worries
1: there. Yeah, also, like, you, Juventus fans, they turn up where they turn up.
0: Yeah, exactly. Game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, but last but not least, topic, we obviously, in that ceremony, we also got the awards. So, I would say we cleaned it, but there's a player there where I think, hmm, maybe a centre-back or so from Chelsea could have won it, so... We Go through the the wars quickly. So we've got Mendy, who won best goalkeeper. Ruben Diaz actually got best uh center back, then midfielder we have got Locante and forward. There was none here, so some were hopeful that how long to be here, but he's not here, so how got that man. But now thoughts, Jonathan. Do you uh, quick thoughts here? Did you think that Rudiger got asked the question about Robin that order? though? Do you think it was fair? I
2: think it's a tight one. Um the one issue is I think that Ruben Diaz was hyped up so much by the press last season that no one was actually thinking about what the other two did when they voting. I, I, I think Azpi deserved it personally. Um, Champions League winning captain, I think if he was playing for Real Madrid or whatever, they, they would have given it. They just didn't really look at it because obviously we're still, we are we were still with we're the underdogs then, we're still the underdogs now. Um, on, so, yeah, I, 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 I think that was a bit rough. I don't make Ruben Diaz that much. I think he's good, but I don't think he's like Van Dyke level or things like or, or people like that. And nor was he that good in the Champions League itself last season. Uh, all the other awards, obviously Mendy. If he didn't win, I would I, I would have rioted. <laughs> uh, and then in midfield, I think Kante was right. Uh, the overall awards, obviously, Jorginho won. I think that's just how UEFA do their awards. Obviously, it doesn't make much sense when Jorginho, uh, when Kante gets the midfielder of the year and Jorginho gets player of the year. But um, uh, obviously, they're just doing it on their two tournaments, so Champions League and Euros. And if they're doing it on that, then yes, I suppose Jorginho is. You won both. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I still think uh, Kante deserves player of the year, personally. Um, overall, just just for his performances in the, in in the later bits of the Champions League, man the match in semi finals and final, you know, like how, how how is he not you know? um But yeah, overall I thought it was a, it was yeah good at, to see. At first, that.
0: I could agree with that. I could agree you now. I wouldn't mind can't say, but I just have in my thoughts that Jorginho for Italy would also pivot also. I Can't kind of understand where they're coming from and giving it to him. I was happy to them. this is a Chelsea player, a player that faced a lot of criticism. So I was happy with that. KB, what do you think about the award that was not given to a Chelsea player? Was it fair? Because I remember you saying that you kind of Yeah,
1: I thought I feel like you see the defense um, thing Like I feel like people forget like, I disagree. Like I think John said he Jonathan said that Ruben Days wasn't so good in the UCL that. Like, by the final, I kind of like, Ruben Diaz was a madman. Like, throughout the whole knockout stages, like, he was... That PSC performance, um, even the Dortmund one, I know, like, one time he got bodied by Haaland, but like, just throughout the whole stage, Ruben Diaz was mad. Is this like, the final stage, the final, like, he he got so stout. Um, I wouldn't have even given it to Aspie, um, just based off... I feel like them two have had... Them two have both had shaky moments. Shaky moments, it's just that with... Diaz, he was literally at the final, so I do get why people think that he shouldn't have it, but I feel like people are forgetting what Ruben Diaz was doing just before the final. Um, with the other rewards, like, I get why Kante got the Champions League one. It made sense. And I think Gugino getting the LFD um, the also makes sense because junior was just as good, well, not just as good, but he was very, very good in the Champions League. And then obviously for Eli as well, he was very, very pivotal. I don't know. I just feel like people are forgetting what Ruben Dez was doing. That like, yeah, I think he deserved it personally. Yeah.
0: So, you got Corral, Obviously, our thoughts on the award that
4: could have been a Chelsea player or not. So, what do you think? Um, yeah, for the defend the defense thing, yeah, like, I- like I saw the start. I think we were only behind for four minutes. Was it in the whole tournament or something crazy like that? And like for me, as much as like Diaz was good here, but like you see most, I've seen years where the team that wins the Champions League basically clean sweeps goalkeeper to goalkeeper to striker. Um all the and and I just think we weren't respected. We just weren't respected in that regard. Um Jorginho deserved UEFA men's player of the year because it's Euros and Champions League and I think Kante didn't have a great Euro so yeah it's it's, the rest are what they are like we deserve the ones we got and we didn't deserve a striker one to be honest so yeah that's my thoughts on it yeah hopefully next year hopefully next year so Kevin
0: last but not least what are your thoughts on this award and obviously yeah
3: to to be real yeah to be real I don't I I don't care too tough for individual awards like I never have done Ballon d'Or, UEFA Player of the Year, all of that stuff, I, I don't really care about it. But I'm happy that Jorginho won um, the Player of the Year. Um, I think he deserves it after a lot of criticism that he came under, especially his, um, his spell at Chelsea. He's had ups and downs and he's he's important to the formation that we play, the formation that Italy play as well. And it's, it's good that he has been recognised for his work. Um, I think Kante also could have got it, I agree with. Um, I think Jonathan said that Kante could have got it um, because his performances against Real Madrid uh, was was just mad, even in the final as well. Um, but, you know, happy with the, even, okay, I think Rudiger should have got Defender of the Year as well, but I'm not too pressed that Diaz got it. As I said, I don't really care too tough for the individual awards, but I'm just glad that Jorginho got his recognition uh, this year so yeah that's my thoughts yeah so special
4: shout out to the Gaffer special shout out to the Gaffer yeah yeah yeah. yeah, incredible
0: yeah Yeah, I forgot about that sorry yeah I'm so glad the impact he made when he came fantastic straight up I I didn't doubt but I just didn't want him because of previous jobs that he had but it's not even the ability that you had, it's just the board issues that you had in two teams. So I was thinking it would go wrong, but honestly speaking, I upload them every single day. So another podcast comes to, comes to this, reaches its end. So we're thankful for you to listen in. And obviously thank you for Jonathan for joining us. So where can we find your your social so, media platforms?
2: Follow me uh, at cfc.blue.flag. Uh, it's on um uh, Instagram. I've got about forty-seven thousand followers at the moment. Come and join us. Um, yeah, we've it's very active, and obviously around match days is, is a good discussion place afterwards. And yeah, uh, that, that's me at cfc.blue.flag on Instagram.
0: All right, people also follow us on uh, Twitter rb underscore cfc, and we recently joined Instagram as well and reactionary blue. So, join us. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening, joining us every week. And surely this will be recorded before Liverpool. Hopefully we get a win. And join us next week again. Thank you, Jonathan, for joining us as well. I appreciate thank it a lot. Th- thank you very much for having me. Yeah, it too far. The full-time whistle. Chelsea have won the Champions League.
1: Nine years after the first one, the famous old trophy is heading back to win.